Progroup Racing presents show us your tips here on a Wednesday morning to look to Hawkesbury and Geelong. Some good rate midweek racing here. Uh, Beaver, how are you travelling up in Queensland? How did the weekend treat you? Yeah, mate, it's uh, up here on the uh, sunny Gold Coast. Uh, as you can see, beautiful day. Uh, the weekend, um, yeah, it was interesting. Interesting weekend. Um, a few interesting results. Uh, what did you take out of it? Uh, that the track that Nash was a fantastic ride uh, on Think It Over, yep. tremendous ride. I uh, wasn't even upset. The outstanding ride there. Uh, we didn't. Yeah, Mazu might be better than we thought, but the other two might just be horses in that race. Uh, the Oaks. Oh, look, I think was what I it was. Mazu the three-year-old fillies are all. No, oh, sorry. Yeah, Mazu's going well. Mazu is a decent horse, I think. I think given sit on the back of in the Congo and go past it and uh, was outstanding. It was good. The three old fillies all we never have to worry about any of them ever again coming out of that oak, so I don't need to worry about that. Uh, and what was the other group one? Queen of the turf, nearly one. Yeah, they're all numbers as well. Don't need to worry about any of them. The problem with the mares is that you've got the same old mares that have been beating up everyone, and um, none of the fillies are any good. So it's just going to be the same story that we'll get to we'll get to spring and do also win another two group ones and uh, very elegant. It's probably gone now, and uh, SBA will come back and get on a dry track and win a couple, and they'll all take turns. They're all just. I think that's that's what I want to take out of the last probably three months, really. Yeah, look, I think I think that's right. I think um, some really disappointing performances there, but it certainly looked like to me um, the track you couldn't make ground. Um, I, I did think it looked like to make ground. speed, everything. Yeah, yeah, other stuff. So some of those you just—it's really hard to get a line on some of those horses that you want to line through. That that's just all. Even you know, think it over and Ducky, they let up. Um, I think it was Nimely. And those horses, they were on pace. Um, everything seemed to be on, on pace and certainly made it hard to come from back in the field to some of those those form lines. Maybe hard to get a line upon. And very heavy tracks the last two weeks. I think it just, yeah, um, like I said, not beyond just the general statement is uh, they're all going to go around and take their turns. I don't think I want to take much out of anything, really do the form as the races come up. Uh, I think if that track was a dry track, I think Zaki probably wins. I think if that track was, yep. and maybe we see better Animo, who knows, maybe we don't. And hopefully I think for, for racing, Fireburn and those, the current generation are better. Uh, but anyway, it was all right. It was, it was good. I bet on it. I lost on it. Uh, um, Couple of nice winners at Caulfield. Uh, I thought Scissor Step as a flag was a nice return. That seemed to play yeah, the other way around. It was sweep more sweeperish, but that's going to be now winter racing. So we'll again, I'm just going to go into other races where we'll do the form and try and find the right winner as a, in that race, as opposed to thinking any of them are going to string together, you know, long winning sequences right now. I think that's right. Let's see how we go today. And we'll get into it today where we get to Hawkesbury, where it is a soft track today. Uh, and I think it may be, again, difficult to make ground. I'd want to see him making ground 
before I start charging into any swoopers. Uh, they may get to the outside fence by the end of the day. But good jockeys there too will make a difference. We kick off with the two-year-olds though. Uh, and how are we going to start the day? Yeah, exactly that. I think you're right. Good jockeys may make a difference. And I'm going to the Posada uh, from the coming stable here in, in secret. Mm -hmm. um, the three centrals have been pretty good. Uh, the exposed form doesn't look too flash here, so I'm hoping that Cummings can produce uh, a semi-decent horse here and can get us off to a good start. I was looking at the... Uh, I, I went to the obvious here, obviously scared of in secret, but Deep's expectation was just beaten by Willinga Beast last start. That form did stack up on the weekend, gets Nash and probably control. Uh, but given it's heading the market, no surprises there. They're the two, the two we've singled out, the two on top, so... I think they'll fight out the finish. We get the boys' version again over the 1100 in race two. We're interested to have an each way bet on Burgunder here, a son of Pino, the group one winner, but gets control for the Waterhouse stable, who's going quite well. And I don't know how many chases are actually in this race. I think the obvious one is the favourite, Chalade, but happy to have a spec here. I think it might be a good day for Tim Clark and the Waterhouse yard, Beaver. Yeah, I went exactly the same here. I thought um, your summation there is pretty good. Uh, it's got gate 10, so it's probably going to push forward. Um, might just get control and uh, prove how to beat. Race three, we stick to 1,100 metres and get to benchmark 72. The unbeaten Norwegian Bliss returns with J-Mac on. Uh, I'm saying made a bit of a believer out of me last start. I think this is a good starting point here. I think it probably gets control again with a couple of scratchings as well. And um, again, will be hard to beat. What have you said? Yes, um, I'm sticking with you again here as well for all the same reasons. Uh, looks to have pretty good form, should run well fresh. And this is um, not an overly strong affair. So I think this is going to be super hard to beat. We It is a bit of the theme of the day, picking out which favourites to back. I think across both tracks. So we'll see how it plays yeah, I out. Think that's right. Uh, but that guy struggled, especially at Hawkesbury, to find any double figures I want to throw in. So it's, I guess, rubber stamping some of these. Uh, race four is a 2100 metres benchmark 78. Have you done the same here? Yeah, I have. I think with the scratchings, um, military mission looks probably uh, one of the safest bets on the day. Uh, it's now into odds on, which doesn't make it overly attractive. But uh, yeah, third presents well here won very well last start and uh there's nothing in this um probably should be short to be honest but uh yeah too good for these agree i oh the only one i was going to make a case for was a horse that beat by 10 length start last start but it's been scratched in reggie wood but uh yeah hard to beat the favorite again in a race for race five the 1300 meter benchmark 72 we uh, again into odds on but after scratchings is the lassophile uh, but again, I'm putting it on top. Uh, very nice win at Newcastle. Willie Pike sticks here. And a lack of opposition is the main reason. Cabri uh, Queen does come home, but this looked like a nice horse off the last win. And then he comes to, again, a better than slightly better than provincial grade race. Yep, I'm with you again here. I think those, those three favourites in a row can actually um, catapult you into the late part of the the meets, so uh, I think they're three of the better bets on the day. Hard to go past. We get a little bit trickier in race six, uh, back over 1,100 metres, benchmark 72. What are you doing here? 
Yeah, a little bit trickier here. Um, a bit more value, a bit more to play with here. I'm going for the um, Garrison, trained by uh, Kim Moore. I think its uh, last start was pretty good. I think it presents really well here, drawn in the four gates. Um, should just sit off the sit on pace. Um, just here, was good in the heavy. It's going probably just off the track here. Um, makes it a little bit more attractive. I think it can run really well. Yeah, I um, I was going with. I ended up coming back to Selena Dreamy again, the favourite. Uh, chased off the rails at Canterbury, which I had doing just missed there. The, the rails leader there. Uh, and this might set up, hoping from gate five can sit a bit closer. Uh, scared of Garrison, all the reasons you said, and switched coming home to Hawkesbury, Ellen Hennessy. You know what it's going to be. It's the one they're going to have to run past outside gate. It's going to go straight to the front and will give you a sight if you're that way inclined. Uh, they were the main three in the market, one, six, and five for me there. 1,300 metres, benchmark 72 comes up next where I have put too much caviar on top. I flipped and flopped here and sort of wasn't comfortable finding it, uh, but sat outside lead last time. I was caught wider actually outside last time. I think he gets control. Tim Clark will go forward and I think we'll give you a nice sight from, uh, just checking the scratchings here from, uh, I had Beholder as a danger who's been scratched. So uh, not a lot else here. There's some other interesting form lines that come here though. Bluff and Bluster, right back in grade. Big surprise, maybe, but uh, just going with the leader again, Beaver. Yeah, look, I, I did the same. I came back to those, both Beholder and Different Strokes, who I did think were the main dangers. Um, I like Different Strokes in this. Uh, both been scratched, so I think it probably now leaves um, too much caviar as the obvious choice. And I think at $3.20, that's probably a decent price at the moment. Probably the main danger is the Snowden train game theory that won last start and comes in here third up today. So it should be uh, cherry ripe to run well. Very good. We wrapped the day up with a 1500 meter 78, where I was keen to make a case for Borna King. And I like the fact it's now a softer track. Uh, J Mac book first up, did some nice stuff all up to Saturday grade last last preparation and uh this isn't a strong race it's trolled up two quite trials to get ready for it and being out of franklin to set a dry track i think suits uh tampering had the very very heavy lead up in the midway last start will be on pace hard to get past and savory tends to pop up in these sort of races here and there as well but i think it's a good bet here born a king at the each way price Peter? yeah i was the same um First up here for the Wallace Stable over the 1500 metres, um, making it to Strand to do. And I thought the trials were pretty decent uh, for a race like this. Uh, this is a lot of plotters in this race, so it won't have to be overly um, good. And uh, I think it can run well fresh if ready enough. Beautiful. That's our quick look through Hawkesbury there. Do you have a best and value from Hawkesbury? Yeah, my value was race eight, number seven, Borna King. I think it runs well. And my uh, my best bet of the day, I had uh, a little multi-race, number two, military mission, all into race five, number nine. That's a feel. Very good. I, I agree. I've got uh, Borna King as my value as well. We'll run well in the last and I'll Top and tail a meeting with deep expectations in the first in the two-year-olds. 
don't forget to check out progroupracing.com.au for their free tips, extensive guides, and plenty going on there. As we head to Geelong, at four, which is good for for an eight-race card, which is not the most inspiring eight-race card I've ever seen. But we get into it from the start with a whole bunch of unraced tier-outs. I think this meeting has two of the hardest races I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, is one of them the first? No. Well, could he? I'm skipping it anyway. Two of the hardest with the exposed form. No, I yeah. don't have anything in the first because nah. um, they all seem to be unraced and I just don't have a good handle on it here. But um, no, nah, nothing in the first for me. Sorry. Now, which were the two uh, hardest? Or do you want to save the spoilers? Oh, I think it was, I think it was uh, maybe the third and the last, I think. Mm. Race third two, though. Points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be a big betting day at, at Geelong for me, but uh, race two is 1,100-metre maiden where I defaulted to shines on top here for the Hawks team, uh, as the market suggests. Jump out's been good for this. Did beat uh, Arameo when it jump out up the straight, which is good form for a maiden. And uh, there's no exposed form here. The main danger is the under unraced, I thought, Songa. Yeah, 100%. Uh Shines looks like it's uh, been well fancied here and looks hard to beat. Race three, a 1,400-metre maiden. Beaver, what are you doing? Yeah, best bet of the day here. Race uh, three, number one, Dune Warrior was an absolute moral beaten first up. Uh, got stuck, stuck on the fence. It, probably if it gets out, I reckon it wins by four or five. Um, it, was a, it was a tragedy beaten. Uh, it'll be winning this. I agree. I don't have much more to add. Jamie Carr sticks. All good for Geelong. Uh, even Geelong suits are better. Yeah, nice, uh, nice big straight there. Race four, we're getting to tricky, tricky land here with another maiden where I I think Reckless Moonders does deserve to win one. So I have got it on top, the favourite again. Uh, and But that said, a horse like Springvale Road hasn't shown a lot yet. Doesn't have to be very good to to win this race. So no real confidence, but I have got the favourite on top here. Yeah, this was one of the ones I was saying was one of the trickiest races ever. I think some scratching probably makes it easier because there's less to pick from, but uh, for yeah. me, nothing here, mate. I couldn't, I couldn't find anything. Race five, a 1,500 metre benchmark 50. Uh, class one, actually, it's the best here, but I think there's a benchmark 58. What are you doing? Um. Yeah, tricky little race here. I, I got down to two, um, Angel and Exalted Crown. I've gone for Angel resuming here. Um, it's had a couple of jump outs and, yeah, it was a little bit hard to assess the form here, but uh, given that, that it's been fancied in the market and comes from the Hayes stable, I'm going to stick with it. 62 was a little bit of a worry for me, but I'm going to stick with Angel um, purely because... I didn't think the form around um, some of the other horses was was all that crash hot. I thought Exalted Crown's been going well and comes across from Adelaide here, so um, might be the main danger. Yeah, I just put Angel on top. It did beat accountability in a jump out, which obviously is um, some proper Metro form, but it doesn't have to be much good to win this. Uh, ultimately, I think it's a good no, starting right. point for a French horse and uh, by default going on top for me. Race six is the 1,100-metre benchmark, 64, where I'm sticking with Jamie Carr as the market is. Feeling a little bit Gary Harley today, but um, Miss Melbourne, hard to beat. 
been going both both runs his prep have been good and not a lot of competition is the story of the day favorite on top again yeah no i've, flipped. I've gone for Ron many rocks resuming here i thought his first two starts were good um then uh, a bit disappointing but in in stronger company before it went out for a spell resuming here um i think it can win i think the other horse is is under the odds and so i'm willing to go romany rocks um at the price here was beauty race seven is a 1300 meter benchmark 64. i'm tipping this is the other trickiest race you've found either yeah this is uh very tricky here um found it really hard to to find anything uh to win this i did settle on satchem uh resuming here from the Williams stable, but but no confidence. Yeah, I've I've just defaulted to lightly raced uh, Smiling Amos, a nice debut uh, here, and taking on a few horses there, some chances, but I don't imagine I'll be betting in this one. We wrap up the day with a, a race that doesn't get any easier, twenty four hundred meter benchmark sixty four, where I, I struggled to find any real angles here. I can probably maybe forgive diamond back off a wet track failure first up or last start but it hasn't done anything for a long time and uh after i made that case i realized that i'm just making up stories and probably will be not betting at all so don't have much to add here <laughs> i can guarantee 100 percent i will not be backing in this race this is the hardest race that i've ever seen um to pick a winner this is yeah i've got absolutely no idea this is some of the worst horses i've ever seen um, in a midweek race, and I can't even, yeah. Yeah, I, my assumption is that um, the sale meeting on Good Friday has taken a lot of steam out of this meeting, and also there's some racing on Easter Monday, so I assume that's where a lot of the midweek horses will be heading. But to wrap up our thoughts, though, our best and value at Geelong. So my best, I'm just going to go race to number five shines, all into... Uh, race three, number one, Dune Warrior. And then my value bet, um, Hitting and Hoping, race seven, number 10, Satchel. I'm going to make, yeah, I had my best my best bet was the same bet, actually. The all-up shines into uh, Dune Warrior. And for a value, I really struggled. Uh, um, let's make it Smiling Amos uh, in the same race as well. Maybe they can run a Quinella for us, but I... I struggle to find anything there on a tricky Geelong card. Anything up north? Yeah, I got I got three up north at Durban. Race two, number two, Arenti. Uh, it's short, but uh, should be winning. Um, I then had, uh, let me see. I'm just flicking through my bets now. Race five, number five, Uncle Russ. I think uh, Uncle Russ will be hard to beat. And then my other bet came up later in the day, and that was race eight, number 12, Blood Thunder, around the $6.50 mark. I think it's a good each way bet. Very good, Beaver. Good job again. I will see you on Easter Friday, perhaps, to look at the All Age Stakes Day. Uh, as I said, there's also some good racing on a good race at sale on Good Friday, as well as some racing on Easter Monday. We may cover all of that off. But uh, for now, we'll get to Ramwick and the last meeting of the Autumn Carnival in Sydney. Good punning today, punners. Uh, enjoy the rest of your holiday, Beaver, and we'll catch everyone very soon.